But where are you really from? But where are you really from? Hey everyone, I'm Angela Lynn, and I'm Jesse Lynn, and welcome back to another episode of But Where Are You Really From? Today we're talking about language and how important it really is to understanding cultural. Well, understanding a culture and what is really lost in translation when you try to very literally translate between two or more different languages. But actually, before we get started, let's just wish Jesse a four-day belated happy birthday. Oh shit! Yeah. Yes, you're correct. You're <laughs> correct. I am turning a nameless age this year because every year after thirty is deleted. Well, happy belated birthday, Jesse! Thank you. And uh, oh, happy Cinco de Drinco, y'all! If you're if you're all in the U.S. and getting crumb today. Back to the topic, lost in translation. Language. Okay. Context of why this is top of mind for us. If you listen to one of our recent past episodes, I talked about or ranted about my time in Taiwan recently where I brought Ramon and his parents to Taiwan and Asia for the first time. And I was the sole translator, really, for what was going on in that country because they don't speak English there and I'm the only one of us who can speak Chinese. And Ramon's parents only speak Spanish. So we had a lot of different language challenges going on there. So it was top of mind. That's why we're talking about this topic. Can you actually translate everything between different languages? I think the answer there is that you technically can. However, it doesn't sound correct, even if you do the correct translation. So let's revisit the boba sugar level example because when you were describing it i was like okay i know half is bantang so then zero must be (laughs) 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 but like i think if you said that they'd be like that's not usually how people respond it it would be like the equivalent of your starbucks barista being like sugar and instead of saying no sugar you're like no i don't want sugar or something like more drawn out like that where it's like you can answer the prompt and you can translate what your intention is but it just doesn't it's just weird weird out of the context that you're in that you're not even like necessarily aware of we have barriers for translating some of those things right like i think if we had lived in taiwan for five plus years and truly tried to immerse as adults i think we would be able to navigate a lot of those things that are more kind of like societally understood like you wouldn't really know how to say it unless you live in that society however i still don't think you can fully translate between languages even if you know the societal things because sometimes there are concepts that are completely baked in one culture that doesn't exist in another culture. For example, there's a word for filial piety, right? Like xiaoshun. But if you ask a rando American if they know what filial piety is, they'd be like, what are you talking about? And like, even if somehow they had heard of it, they wouldn't totally get it because every Chinese person and a lot of Asian people, because China had, Confucianism had such a strong influence across many Asian cultures. 
this idea of filial piety is so baked into the way that we live and think about our decisions and stuff that it's not just words. It's like a kind of small percentage of our identities and and who we are. And so it's very difficult for someone who is not of the culture to truly understand what that concept means, even if they know the term. There's too many connections there culturally to make a person understand it. Even if you described it, it's almost like like you just can't understand it unless you've lived a certain experience. And I think in the sense you can tr- you can literally translate something, but the meaning is lost even if the translation is near perfect because like you couldn't say there's a better way to represent xiaoshun than filial piety in english because that is like literally what is used like everywhere but you couldn't say that that filial piety conveys everything that we understand the mandarin version of the words to be and it's obviously like we're not trying to say by any means that asian or chinese cultures are exclusive in having things that you can't translate to a different culture because it's something that i've had to just accept is that you know my mother and father-in-law they only speak spanish thankfully i do speak spanish i mean i think i still can be better but from like an all intents and purposes standpoint i speak fluently enough that like we can have normal conversations and whatnot but there are still times where like vocab is always the constraining factor for any language i think if you just don't know how to say something you're you don't know how you don't know what it means when someone says it to you and you don't know how to convey it back to them but even when you do know the vocab like sometimes i am talking to them and i don't quite know what they're saying and ramon will have to translate for me and sometimes they'll be like oh they're trying to say this but like it's not exactly what i'm saying to you in english because it's not i don't know it's not, there's something a little lost there's like a feeling behind certain words or like expressions that you're trying to say but there there is even within that kind of context some cultural misunderstanding because i'll say something and they're like they'll like laugh at it and I'm like i don't why was that funny and they're like oh in spain that, that means something else so anyways there's just like all these little times where it's like oh that's not exactly okay you like get what i'm saying but you don't totally get it it's hard because language is a part of culture and culture is not something that you know necessarily like there are certain elements of culture that are factual but culture is more like something that you experience and it's something that takes time for you to develop experience with. And it's also something that's like shared between many different people, right? So like a lot of different people might have that feeling of what it is, but it's really hard for someone to understand it unless they've experienced it in the same way at the same time, depending on like what it is that's being referenced. Hey listeners, wondering how you can support us? The biggest way is by increasing our visibility by following us on Instagram at where are you from pod, on TikTok at but where are you really from, subscribing to our YouTube channel under but where are you really from podcast, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, and telling your friends. The more people we can get to listen to the show, the more we can continue spotlighting different perspectives and stories. And if you feel so inclined, we're also accepting donations at buymeacoffee.com slash where are you from. Thanks y'all. <laughs> already kind of leading into this but one of the kind of subtopics we wanted to touch on was can you fully understand a culture without the language element and my point of view on that is no 
And I have like two recent experiences that are top of mind for me. One is the Taiwan one we were just talking about. Like I speak Mandarin fluently, but I have a lot of vocab that I just don't know because I am capped by my American Chinese school learnings and not living in Taiwan or reading Chinese every day. So I did feel very kind of like outsider-y when I was in Taiwan recently, simply by the fact that I couldn't read a lot of words because I haven't learned all those thousands of Chinese characters. Like I know quite a bit, but not enough to totally be functional within Taiwan. So I, I did feel kind of boxed out. No one was trying to box me out. I've, I felt boxed out myself just by the language being this barrier. And then conversely, I, we've been in Japan for the past several months and we are trying very intently to learn Japanese. Like we are restarting our daily Japanese classes, like one-on-one -on -one teacher classes in Tokyo uh, this week. But we're trying very hard to actually learn the language. But like I said before, I'll never... I don't think I'll ever be as good at Japanese as my Chinese. However, I already can tell the difference between my very basic level of Japanese that I can speak now and the level of immersion or kind of like doors being open to me for even trying to speak the language as opposed to just being foreigners that come for vacation and just like don't give any shits and only speak English and like force everyone to try to speak English to them. It's a very different experience. Like we've already had many instances of when we go out for dinner or whatever, and we're not, we didn't plan to go out with anybody, but we happen to strike up conversations with local people that are either dining next to us or like the chef or the wait staff or whatever. And it is this other, you, you feel like you're being invited into a part of the culture, the society that you would not be able to without the language. You could appreciate culture without knowing the, the language, but I don't think you can be fully immersed in it without knowing the language because culture is like many different things right it could be like arts it could be like a traditional thing it could be music but a lot of the deeper appreciation of these things like falls into nuances like little things about something and it's really hard to sink yourself into that when you can't even speak to the basics of what that is so I definitely feel like it's super important, like if you want to have a better understanding of what it's like to be of a certain culture language is so important. And even when I think about personally, when I speak like English, or I speak Mandarin, or oh, when I was speaking Spanish, and I'm practicing poorly, it's like a different liminal space in your brain when you use the different languages. And for me, like, I think differently when I'm using different languages. And I also like use a lot of what I remember from my experience with the culture to like anchor the language in a sense. So like, if I forget something, I'll be like, hmm, what was this like thing that I'm trying to Maybe it was this place that I went to, like, I looked at this art and I think this thing is called this. And, I, and it's all kind of like part and parcel in your like mental map of things. So for me, I definitely, yeah, I don't really see a way to get really deep into a particular culture without knowing the language. I personally have thought about this a lot since starting to seriously date Ramon, because when thinking about our future together... 
it was a reality I had to come to terms with, which is that language will always be a kind of barrier between our families because our parents literally can't speak to each other without one of us being there and frankly me being there because my mom defaults to Chinese so Ramon can't translate that. So I think about my parents a lot and it's like just imagine how little English our parents must have learned in school or whatever. So how wild must it have been and just isolating and scary to come to a country where you can't really say anything and you can't express basic things that you need. The fact that they dealt with that and overcame it, especially as full-on adults who've lived their whole lives speaking just one language, to overcome that, to learn a second language, I applaud them and I have like renewed respect for them for simply the language aspect because it is just such a barrier to entry for joining a new society or culture. And I think it also throws relief into this context of like, how come our parents are always just hanging out with other Taiwanese people? But then I think about it and I'm like, well, of course, like, these are the people that are their people. They feel the most comfortable. They speak the same language. They come from the same country. And I think when you're thrown in a space that is so difficult to navigate, sometimes you don't swim. Sometimes you sink. So I can really appreciate that they made the effort that they could to get themselves to where they are. Like when we were growing up, I think language is a, it's a tough thing to talk about for me because I, I have reflected on this before and I feel really bad about it as like an adult now. But when we were younger, I don't know if you've had these experiences, but like I used to be embarrassed that my mom couldn't speak English because she was the one that would always take me around like to school like she'd have to be the one going to parent teacher conferences and like just generally take me around to like supermarkets and whatever and I would always be so annoyed that I would have to translate for her because I couldn't understand it. It was like English is so easy, right? That's how I thought about it because we were born in the US and that was our main language. And so I would always be like, you go like multiple times a week to adult school to learn English and you know, you've been here. I mean, these are true things. They, she had been there for as long as I'd been alive. So I was just like expecting her to be as fluent in English as me. Like I have a clear memory of when I was in sixth grade and there was a parent teacher conference and my, it was just my mom, me and my teacher. And she was trying to tell my mom something. And my mom turned to me and asked me in Chinese, either like, what did she say? Or like, I'm trying to say this. Can you tell her that? And my teacher was like, please speak English. Like, I can't understand Chinese or whatever. Like, I need you to speak English. And I didn't take it as a like, I, I was on her side back then. You know what I mean? Because I was like, yeah, mom, speak English. Like, why can't you just speak English? It's hard for me to reflect on that now because I'm like, wow, what a little bitch I was, you know, because you don't have that. You don't have that context when you're a child. You don't understand like what your parents went through to get to this country and how hard it is to really absorb all of that. And now I 100% understand it because I literally am trying to learn multiple languages to a fluency level that is just very hard to achieve. So yeah, anyways, I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for especially the way I treated my mom back then. And whatever level she's at now is the is the level she's at now. She gave it her all, you know, like this is the best and she she lives a good enough life with what 
language she understands, you know, now. And so I'm just like, okay, shake my head at myself back then. I don't know if I was ever ashamed of my parents, but I had more of like maybe the different side of things where it was, I just felt like my parents didn't understand the world that I was in. You know, we've, we've talked about this kind of ad nauseum, but just like the challenges of communicating with their parents, like what are the difficulties and like the frustrations of going to school, living a life in America? Like it was just so hard to explain that perspective. And I think that was my main frustration with them not being able to speak English because I felt like I could see my classmates talk to their parents so easily and they like totally understand what they're saying. And here I am like I can try but like it's really hard there I don't have all the words and then like the words I do have in English they don't fully understand and even if they did like they wouldn't necessarily know the experience that it tied to so it was like a internal frustration of trying to get them to like understand where I was coming from. We had two barriers that are kind of they're intertwined right but culturally we're very different from our parents because yes they try to instill the motherland culture in us And we have that Taiwanese part that is part of who we are and what's important to us. But we are Americans. So we were born in the U.S. and we are heavily influenced by American culture. And we're always trying to explain culturally influenced decisions that we're making that they can't understand and embedded in that the vocab attached with explaining those things. Well, listeners, we hope you enjoyed this spirited conversation about being lost in translation. We would love to hear from you about what's something in your language that you feel is so untranslatable into English. Some concept that is like so rooted in your culture that it's just like you can't it back into English. We'd love to hear from you what that is and what your experience with being lost in translation is as well. Or vice versa, something that you could just not possibly translate to your parents in their mother language from English because culturally it's very American or whatever. So let us know your most fun instance of that and come back next week because we will have another fresh new episode for you then. And until then, bye, bitches. Bye.